Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Saved don't mean soft. That's the name of the podcast. I'm Brother J.R. Newsom. Y'all know what it is. Uh, for those who heard my podcast before, you kind of understand I do things a certain way that uh, may not be, I guess, what's expected. But, you know, I'm not this guy who's trying to do a shock type of thing. You know, that's not what I do. Um, what what I do is I love to do... Um, you know, everything from a, a Christian perspective. You know, as, as I'm a Christian, I'm, a, uh, I'm a, a, per, a sinner in need of God's grace and mercy. So um, that's the perspective that I'm always going to give on any topic that I discuss. So that's what Saved Don't Mean Soft is about. Um, it's just a, it's a podcast where we talk about uh, different topics, current events, things going on in the world, things going on in our society, and uh, just things that, that have happened and things that are just kind of, I guess, trending right trending topics we do that too so this particular topic y'all right this particular topic this one is in pretty much in reaction to a statement that was trending it had some it had a lot of momentum it was trending online um and it was on social media and it was heavy it was just trending everywhere and it was just you know you would see all these memes where people were putting this these this quote uh on different men's faces right um to show um, a man saying these th- 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 this quote, so I want to kind of give you just uh, the quote, right? I may not get it exactly right, but um, essentially the quote was it was Chris Rock, right? Most of y'all know Chris Rock, a stand-up comedian. Um, before he was slapped by Will Smith, he was he was one of the most popular com- comedians of the '90s and early 2000s. You know, he was just you know he always said he's the guy with a huge following. Um, a lot of people liked him. I, I never really been a huge fan of Chris Rock myself, honestly, because I don't know his, his comedy wasn't really my style. But um, I, I can recognize his talent. He's a very talented guy. From you know, just 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 watching him, you don't have to be a fan of him to understand he's very talented at what he does. But um, not to digress, Chris Rock has uh, he's doing a comedy special, and you all know how comedians sometimes they get vulnerable, and sometimes they just kind of. Um, they tell what they believe is a sincere truth, right? And they have that moment of transparency. That's basically what he was doing here in the situation. He was talking about, um, I guess he got on relationships somehow, right? And he said that the only people that are loved unconditionally are women, children, and dogs. That was his statement. He said, the only people that are loved unconditionally are women, children, and dogs. Now, like I said, this this my the way I do my podcast. You, you guys gonna see, man. I, I'm gonna give the perspective of a Christian a Christian perspective, but I'm gonna you know it's always gonna be 100. It's not that judgy, um, toxic Christianity. It's just it's just gonna be this is real. So this is so much to unpack, right? Just to think about that topic. I mean that, that statement um, that you know women I love unconditionally. And, and uh, his point was to say that men. Essentially, we, you know, we have to do something to be loved. Like if we can't, if we don't, if we can't provide, we, we're not loved. If we can't um, bring something to the table, essentially, a uh, man is not loved. Basically, a man has to uh, do something to be loved. And if, if he can't do that anymore, he's not loved. That was the point he was trying to make. Now, there were several men who took that and ran with it and they just... That's their mantra, you know, and, and it's sad because, you know, I heard even uh, family members I've heard make that quote. And it's a sad, sad thing to hear for me. Right. Because I, when I hear that, I, I can't help but think of 
Um, there's a lot of men who are, are hurting inside to make a statement like that. And you may say, well, brother, that's what you're talking about. I'm saying a lot of guys are hurting because I feel like guys who who believe that are guys who are so trapped in maybe something that somebody wronged them, somebody did something to hurt them, and they can't see past their own life, their own circumstances, right? So that's 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 what that's part of what I believe is, is makes so many uh, men uh, stand up on on that uh, statement Chris Rock said and what he was talking about. Um, but I think it's no way it's no way true. There's nothing true about that. Um, there's, there's just nothing true about the idea that women and children and, and dogs are loved unconditionally. Um, <laughs> fact, right? It's a fact. So if that was the case. And, and most men who, who, who spew that and say that they're products of a single home, right? Most men who stand up on that are products of a single home. A single home in which the father didn't love them, the family enough to um, to stay, be in their life, right? And listen, I'm not saying that everybody has to be at the happily married and all that. That would be great if, if people were married and had a family and, and stayed together. I know things happen and some people just, they just can't be together. I get it. But there's so many children raised by single mothers who's single mothers who slave uh, working multiple jobs to put food on the table, right? Single mothers who have to be father and a mama, right? Um, because there's a, no man who stepped up and is going to take care of responsibility. So these are these are thoughts that come to my mind when I hear that statement of, you know, that women and children and dogs are loved. I mean, I will say this. There are men who will love a dog more than they would love their uh, their children. Honestly, there are men who treat their dogs better than they treat their own children or the mother of their children. And listen, this is not a, a, a situation where I'm up here just I'm a feminist and I'm just no, that's not that. I don't I, I just I just got to tell it how it is. You know, reality shows that there's so many single women raising um, men, raising young men, and it's a very uh, unnatural thing because God never intended for a woman to have to do, you know the father and the mother role. He never, that's not how it was intended. It was never intended for a woman to have to have that much responsibility put on her. That's just not how it was supposed to be. You know, a man is, a man was designed, designed to, to be, um, a leader, right. And, and to be a head of a household. Right. So, and that's not saying that a woman can't, like I said, many women are put in a position where they have to be the head of the household. But I guarantee you, you ask most women, Ask most single mothers, right? Would they prefer not to have to be the head of the household? They'll say yes. Most of them will say they would love it if they did not have to be mommy and daddy. They would love it. I mean, I mean, let's be real here. You know, we understand what society tells. Society loves to divide men against one woman, and, and that's how society is because we live in a wicked world. But that's not how it is, right? Um, a woman should never have to be in a position to to have the pressures of being both parents um, taking care of children. I mean, it's a lot that goes into parenting. It's a whole lot. I can't even imagine how difficult it would be um, to have to, you know, be one parent having to take your child to school events, doctor's appointments, sporting events, uh, take them on play dates, take them to hang out with their friends. I can't even imagine how difficult that would be for one person to do, right? I just, it's, it's a nightmare uh, of a situation. So for me, when I think of someone making that statement, that 
us making this false statement that women and children are loved unconditionally. I, I have to say that's, that's, that's false, man. It's straight up false. It's not, it's, it's a fictional um, delusion that um, some men, you know, a lot of men unfortunately have. And, and it kind of brings me to a thought. There's a lot of men that we see, and I'm learning, I, you know, just, I was reading this online, and that there are a lot of women that have come to the same conclusion that there are men that want them for sexual relationships, but they don't want to be in a relationship, right? These men don't like women. There's a lot of guys who don't like women. They like sexual relationships, but they don't like women. And that's a very scary, scary place um, as we think about how how God designed things to be. He didn't design um, a woman to be a piece of meat, right, just for pleasure. That's not how how God designed it, right? Um, He literally made women... Uh, to be a help meet, right? Uh, to help a man meet um, uh, a standard, right? Because without without women in our lives, there's no way as men we, we can do um, the things that we're able to do. I mean, all these great inventions, all the great things that, that men name is, is listed under here, whereas a man who's the inventor or designer or whatever, there was a woman behind that guy, whether it was his mama, whether it was his, his girlfriend, his wife, whether it was his sister, some woman helped inspire and nurture the gifts and the talents of, of all the great men that we know of. And Dr. King, um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Would, would, would be a first person to testify that without his mother, without uh, his wife, Greta Scott King, without without those powerful women in his life, he would, he would testify that, you know, he wouldn't have been able to accomplish half the things he did um, because women have an important role in our society and in our life. But there are a lot of, like I said earlier, you know, trauma, y'all. Trauma is big and it's a real deal. Um, with the idea of so many single mothers, single mothers trying to raise boys, um, and I hear this too many times, where a single mother trying to raise boys, all she knows is she has to be rough, right? So I'm hearing, I hear stories of single mothers punching their sons, like boxing them, you know, that's their discipline. They, you know, hitting them upside the head. I mean, just getting real, real you know, crazy with them because they don't know any other way to deal with a, a young man. You know, see, the way it was meant was meant for a father uh, or a male to be in the picture and the male to, to, to set the young man straight, you know, set him on a path of understanding right and wrong as far as, um, you know, that's consequence. Where that consequence, um, you know, you learn those consequences typically from a male. That's how you're supposed to learn it, really, a father or some man. Um, hopefully, it's not the police, but it's a male that typically um, is supposed to teach consequences. You know, mother's a nurturer. She's a she's a teacher. She's a nurturer. She's all those things. But, you know, there's something about um, a man's place, the way God designed it, um, to teach uh, a young man not to to follow with the mistakes that he made. Most times fathers, our biggest thing to our son that we want to pass on is we, we want to pass on to our sons to, to not do the things we did, right? We want to teach our sons, listen, this is what I did and this is what it cost me, right? So don't do this and you, you could end up here. That's something that could only come from a father, could only come from a male role model because as a man, we can relate to other young men. Right, so it's it's one of those things where I know that may come off 
based on how our society is, it's sounding chauvinist, but it's just, it's not chauvinist. God had, he had a design in place. He didn't design um, young boys to be taught how to be a man from their mother. The mother was to teach them how to have love and be compassionate and loving and to be uh, good husbands. Realistically, we learn that from our mothers because our mothers show us that softer side that we need as men. We gotta have that, right? But like I said, going back to my point earlier, that um, with all the you know, so many women being forced into being single mothers, they don't really get a chance a lot of times to be soft. They gotta be rough on them boys, and it just messes so many things up. And then you have you have a generation of young men who have a lot of uh, uh, different turmoil and different problems inside themselves because you know they watch their mom suffer. They watch their mom go through a lot of different things. You know, I know guys who their mother had to prostitute for them to eat, right? I mean, I, 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 I knew guys that, you know, it was kind of an unspoken thing. Their mom was a prostitute, you know, and, and she did it because she wanted to feed them and she had no other way to, to, to make ends meet. And her job wasn't cutting it. And these are things that young boys grow up seeing sometimes that, um, that cause them to have a lot of uh, resentment. You know, sometimes they resent other women. Right, right. I mean, it's just, there's just something to it. I, um, I just never liked that idea of a man feeling like um, women are mysteriously, unconditionally loved, and, and children are. I mean, I'm gonna just drop some some statistics, right? Because I want to prove my point. That's my. That's, that's what I want to do. I want to prove my point. Not that I gotta be right all the time. That's just not. That ain't me. It's just I want to make sure that that I, that I make sense of what I'm saying here. Um, I said so. When I'm gonna just the statistics. So, in the National um, Coalition Against Domestic Violence, um, they were giving some stats that said 46%, over 46% of female rape victims were raped by acquaint by an acquaintance. Right? They were raped by an acquaintance, meaning somebody, typically a man. In most cases, to be honest, it was a man. They knew. Now. He, I'm sure in most cases, pretended like he loved her and pretended like he cared about her. And he, and he violated her. 46% of those of rapes are from people that the woman knew. You know, and that that's just tells you something. Like I said, and of those 46%, I can guarantee there's probably 45% was was done by a man. Right? Um, there's some, some grueling statistics. I mean, it says one in five women have been raped or physically assaulted in their lifetime. Um, and that's, this is a fact that shows um, that the, the women apparently are not being loved like like that myth is, is alluding to, right? You don't hurt people you love, but, you know, there's so many statistics out here that show, you know, um, that majority, like it, literally, if you had sat down three women in the United States you set three women down in the United States at least one of them those women um, will experience uh, rape or physical violence uh, or stalking by an intimate partner I mean just think about those horrible facts right those stats are horrible but those stats show that that false statement is just um, coming from it came from a place of, of hurt 
and and Chris Rock, obviously, I'm sure he has some sort of relationship issue that made him come up with this thought process that, you know, because really it's like, what about me? You know, they get unconditional love, but I got to earn it, right? You know, I think about Philippians and Philippians chapter 2, 34, it, tell, it tells us that really not, do nothing from a selfish ambition or, you know, or, or conceit. It says, but, you know, but counting him. In humility, uh, count others more significant than yourselves. That, that's, that's something I'm thinking about. Think about Philippians saying that. Don't be, don't have selfish ambition. You know, if you're a man and you feel like you were wronged and you were hurt by a, a woman, um, it's selfish to think that um, all women are loved unconditionally. And just because you were hurt, that it means that all men are just treated like scum. It's not true. Every man is not treated like scum. All right. Um, one of the realities of I think Christianity is that you learn when you, I mean, I'm not talking, like I said, once again, I'm not talking toxic Christianity, that the kind of judge, judgmental and looking down the nose at people. I'm talking about real Christianity, right? What, what Jesus preached. Real Christianity lets you understand that every single one of us is sick and in, in need of our physician, right? Which is Jesus. Every one of us is sick. So you can't sit up and, and say that our women are a certain way, our men, hey, we're all in need of Jesus' uh, healing hands because we're all sick. And that's sick with sin, right? That's just reality of it. Nobody is is above um, making horrible mistakes. But there's, like I said, there's a lot of men who have a lot of resentment towards women. Um, it's just, it seems like it's just growing. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, but it seems like that's just, it's kind of growing. I love to hear you guys' thoughts. I love it. Uh, just to kind of get your, your perspective on this. Um, that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is to get your perspective and see what you guys think. Uh, obviously, I'm going to post this on the, on the Facebook page that will be updated. You know, obviously reflecting, you know, the new save don't mean soft. Um, but I'd love to get your feedback. And then what we'll do is, you know, we'll circle back and, and uh, kind of go from there. I thank y'all for taking time to listen to me. Um, I didn't want to be long-winded, but I just wanted to make sure that I spoke on this, you know, thought it was important to to address it, you know. Um, but there'll be many more opportunities to address more things. <laughs> this is just one topic that I wanted to hit. I felt like it was a it was something that was on my mind, and I just didn't want to uh, ignore it. But I once again, I want to say, you know, God bless each and every one of y'all, and and you know, don't ever feel like you are alone. I want to kind of give some words of encouragement to know, know that you're not alone. You know, know that you got a friend in Jesus. You know, turn to your brother or sister that you, you never know what they're going through as well, right? You know, somebody else could be going through the same thing you're going through. And, and it's important to know that one of the devil's biggest tricks is to make us think that whatever we go through, we're doing, going through it by ourselves. God bless. Peace.